It's Slapdash. It's a podcast about nothing. It's a podcast about everything. What we know for sure is, it's a podcast. Here are your hosts, Mr. Crowley and Joa. And welcome to the very first episode of Slapdash, a show about nothing and everything all at once. Yes, that's a Green Day's reference. It's a lyric. I'm from the 90s. I grew up in the 90s anyway. I am one of your hosts. I am the aquatic meat twinkie. I'm Joa. Of course, I'm joined by Mr. Crowley. Hey, Joe, it's good to be here. Yeah, nice to have you. Um, I, I, I thought I was going to try to do that silly voice here for a little bit longer, but I, I don't know if I can do it. But uh, yeah, this is our very first episode. And uh, Crowley, I think we should tell our one listener, and I think they're listening right now. I don't think anybody else will listen after this, um, what the show is actually about. So let's share our hopes and dreams if we still have the capacity for those such things at this I'm, point in our lives. I'm so jaded that those are dead. They're, they're both dead to me, hope and dream. Yeah. Yeah. Not even uh, Martin Luther King is going to make me have a dream at this point. Um, so, uh, but the show is about nothing. It's about everything. It's uh, randomness. It's being silly. Um, and, you know, much like that voice was at the top of the show. And, you know, nothing we say in this podcast should be used against us in a court of law. Um, and uh, we're just planning on producing this show pretty much whenever we feel like it. Uh, maybe that's not a great attitude to have, and maybe it doesn't inspire loyalty in listeners, but that's why we're going to do it. Uh, I'd love to say we can guarantee at least uh, one episode per month. Um, some months, maybe we'll do multiple episodes, but I think this is more of the hobby podcast for us, Crowley. Yeah, no, I, I would agree. I, I think, uh, I think you know, once a month, maybe, maybe once a couple weeks, once, uh, I, you know, we'll see how it goes. I just like to fly by the seat of my pants, Joa. Yeah, absolutely. That's where I'm at uh, right now in my podcasting life. Uh, you know, it, it's a, nothing too much research involved. Uh, it's not weekly. What was I? Uh, but that is why I am uh, back. This is just kind of a fun little endeavor. It's something I've wanted to do. Uh, sort of, kind of loosely inspired by the Dan Levitard show, except uh, we probably won't talk about sports uh or even less than he does and he doesn't even talk about it that much but he is on espn so it is considered a sports show i guess over there but uh mr crowley where, what is your background uh people know me from the cantina cast uh give them the background on you you do another podcast right now you're actually not a retired podcaster no i am not a retired podcaster i do a bad gamers anonymous a, a weekly podcast about all things gaming uh we talk about uh, the xbox one we talk about the ps4 we talk about the dreaded nintendo switch and of course pc master race with my co-host garrick you can catch us every week uh bad gamers anonymous soundcloud facebook all that good stuff twitter's just search for bad gamers anonymous you'll you'll find us we're out there but yeah i i do that once a week i've been podcasting for 10 years uh off and on in various formats, doing various things, talking about various topics. And uh, now, uh, you know, I'm, I'm excited to see where Slapdash goes. Uh, this is uh, it's very exciting for me, Joe. I've never talked about everything and nothing all at once. I feel I feel very Green Day-ish. Yeah, yeah. I just I wish that could be the intro basket case. But, uh, you know, I'm not paying those guys salary. So no. can't do it. Um, so I guess we'll just go ahead and just jump in right to this. Uh, first topic and literally you're going to see how this is a literally uh, a very random show and if you don't know what slapdash means uh definitely get on google uh go to the dictionary on the internet 
just type it in. I didn't know it was a word until we were looking the name of the show, and it just kind of fit perfectly with the whole idea of the show. So, Mr. Crowley, Tiffany, Tiffany Trump. Oh man, we're gonna talk about Trump, Trump right off Trump. the bat. That's where, and my and somewhere Mike is rolling over in his grave. Um, <laughs> something you might get that for reference, but no, no, I'm not going there. Okay, Tiffany Trump's friends enter into a sexless marriage. This is news, what? apparently. How is this news? I thought every marriage was sexless. Oh, but dump. Where's the rim shot when you need it? <laughs> Where's I? You know, I'm I'm not a dad, but I feel like that was a real bad dad joke. I've been holding in all day. No, so. that was yeah, that was terrible. Oh god. So um, I just read a couple quotes here from this. I just thought it was interesting and and uh, you know just kind of see where where you know the world is kind of heading here and. It kind of makes my mind drift in a couple different uh, ways, but uh, so I'll go ahead and just read a couple of these quotes here first. Uh, uh, This is from the uh, young woman who got married to her sexless partner. Um, (laughs) He uh, he has always been my soulmate in every sense of the word, and we felt mutually that Vegas was the place to finalize our commitment to partnership. Um, Vegas makes total sense. Um, and Brown explained on Instagram, Peter and I are not romantically involved. In fact, we are still dating others and will continue to seek love in all forms. We are just here in each other's hearts and wish to begin our journey towards evolution what? because the more we face reality, the more we can see that there is no right and wrong. What does um, that even mean? It kind of sounds like something Luke Skywalker would say at this point. <laughs> It's a very gray mentality. Yeah. Uh, it also sounds very cultish. It does, doesn't it? It's like, ugh, I don't even know. I don't want to lump anybody into that. I'm not saying her ideas are wrong here. They just sound very peculiar. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't know, man. I don't know about this, Joa. I am. I, I don't even know if I'm on the fence about this. It's, it's, <laughs> it's not even. It's a sexless. It's a sexless marriage. Right, like well, it's well, just. See, here's here's my question here on this, and and there's another quote I'll get to in a minute. But my question here is, is when you you know you see this on TV portrayed a lot, and I'm sure it really happens, and they've made movies, and it's a plot on TV where people get married to these people from other countries, so basically they can become legal citizens. Sure. So they're getting a benefit off of it. I realize that's not what they're doing here. What they're doing here is. Uh, is it a spiritual thing or is there some kind of a, you know, Hey, let's get the tax break for being married. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, so is there still like, it's not, I'm not saying what they're doing is illegal, but does it kind of go against the spirit of what, because I mean, if, uh, you know, whatever, I mean, if you're a woman and a woman want to get married, man and man, man and you know, whatever man and tree, there's a, yeah, at least the tree and the man love each other. Right. Is the tree really capable of love? But I guess some people would ask, Is you know, are people really capable of I don't know. This all gets very existential very fast. Yeah, I just I just wonder where does it where do you draw the line as far as like the moral and ethics of what marriage should be? I just wonder what I just wonder where you draw that line. Obviously, I'm not the person to say where you should draw that line. But I'm just saying it made me think of that scenario where you're going into uh, a marriage to try to get somebody to be a you know, you know a legal citizen of the U.S. And you're kind of defrauding 
the government and it's like, hey, well, I just want to use the married tax exemption or I want to put you on my insurance. So let's get married. We're both legal citizens. So that's not called in question here. So but I still like I just wonder if it just kind of is against the the spirit of the rule like it's like it's like something bill belichick would pull like it's like well it's not technically against the rules but is it sportsmanlike? right well you know i i don't know i i think maybe it is i mean look i they, they've kind of gone against what western culture has up until uh the, the postmodern era has def, was def, defined marriage it, it's not about love. It's not about two people coming together to become one, to form this union in the sight of man and in the sight of God. It, it, they, they've gone against what marriage is both historically and religiously, but now they've even found a way to take the one fun thing about marriage out. I mean, it's not even, you can't, you're not going to have sex. I mean, that's what, that's the fun part of marriage, right? Like making babies. They don't, they don't want to do that. And, and it's funny that you bring up it's funny that you bring bring up like the uh, a path to citizenship or you know try you know that kind of scenario. But what about the scenario, Joel, where where it's it's uh, a marriage of convenience or a marriage of you know I I'm I maybe I'm gay or lesbian and I don't want to come out of the closet yet. Maybe you're gay or lesbian. Let's get married and put on the facade that we're married. Uh, but you know, in reality, it's an open marriage, which then like open marriages. And then swinging, like, there's just this whole... Right, or it could just, I mean, it's like two, like, uh, maybe two older people who've both been widowed, and, like, they're like, I just want companionship. Like, yeah. look, we're we're not, you know, I'm not interested in taking Viagra, you know, we're both in our <laughs> 70s, whatever. And it's just like, we just want somebody to sit on the front porch with. So, I mean, you could take it to whatever level. But they're not old, to, they're, I think. They're not old, though, are they? No, not these no. two people. No, they're young. They're yeah. young. So it's just, but but it's like, but do you, but do you give the old people the pass and well, sure. not the young people because maybe they, maybe that's all they're. I mean, because that's what it sounds like. The I don't want to call it an excuse because I'm not necessarily against this. Now the way they talk and <laughs> and the way they've kind of worded some of these statements, of course, and they could have been taken out of context in this article, and I'm sure in some way they have been. But it, again. Like, we see that there's no such thing as right or wrong. Like, this sounds like Ryan jo Johnson's direction of The Last Jedi. Like, there's literally, let's blur the lines. Like, there's no such thing as good and evil anymore. It's like everything is, like, gray in the middle. And maybe they're Buddhist or something. So, like, great. You know, I mean, like, I can get on board with that, I guess. But I, I don't know. It just, it's kind of just weird phrasings. And you talk about evolution of... I don't know. It just sounds like, you know, who, you know, or they got, the, the, I'm surprised they didn't get married in Waco. I just, something's going on here. Well, I kind of feel like as long as they weren't married in a church and they didn't have like the whole religious aspect to the wedding, I mean, then who are we to judge? I oh, mean, I'm, I, yeah. and that's the thing. I'm not judging. Like, I just, uh, you know. I just, I, I just found this whole thing. It's very weird. Uh, it's weird. It's very interesting. And it, it, it just made me think. And, and I, and I, I guess I just like things that uh, necessarily make me, that just make me think not necessarily, there was oh, a... I have like a strong opinion about this either way. Honestly, like I'm in the middle on this. If not, I probably just support them. And I say, you know, you know, do whatever you want. I mean, you know, you're not hurting anybody, you know, you're not breaking a law. So, I mean, I don't really see what the big deal is, but it's funny. You mentioned how, what it's always been. And there was, a, uh, how do you say this one? His name Susan peace. Gidwa. 
we don't need to get married uh, for the same reasons we used to. And she's a licensed therapist and the co-author of The New I Do. Uh, and she told this to the Yahoo Lifestyle. Basically, rather than being uh, an emotional-based marriage, it's a purpose-driven marriage, which it's a kind of throwback to how we used to marry before the Industrial Revolution. So I wonder, like, is she talking about, like, uh, arranged marriages, I right. guess, and things like that, where it's like, well, I can up the status of my family and because, you know, Joffrey and Cersei are off doing this. <laughs> right. Well, I suppose it could be. Maybe it is. It's a it's a thing where it's beneficial for both families. And and, and I mean, you know, well, kings used to do it. They'd marry off their, their princesses. Yeah, the their, father's got to like, oh, you can have my daughter, but I get a goat. And... Yeah, or I get, yeah. But like, I mean, more like I'll, I'll get some land or we won't go to war. Or our families will always be. <laughs> Yeah, or I'm a goat. Thinking of it more on or the a low goat. Level. Yeah, I'm thinking more about on the lowborn side than the kingly side. <laughs> for right. Sure, sure. No, I understand. No, like for sure. Here, you have my you have my daughter, and I'll have your goat. I'll it trade my like daughter a, for a goat. Yeah, it's a fair trade. It's a fair trade for everybody. So yeah, I mean, I suppose it could be that if if that's what she means by purpose driven marriage is that the purpose is is like beneficial for both parties. Then uh, all right, fine, sure, whatever. I mean, I guess it. Uh, my question is this, right? So if you don't consummate the marriage in the eyes of the law, it's still not, you, you can get the, you don't even need to be divorced. Do you? It's, it's just the, the wedding of the, is annulled. The marriage is annulled. I don't know. How do you prove that though? Couldn't you just say like, I don't know. You, maybe they just go on a two week bender well, and like, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, and then they, what if they have sex? And then, but couldn't they just say, yeah, like we both made a mistake. We both realized that let's just get this annulled and let's just lie and say all we didn't right. have that. Like this all seems too convenient. Like, like, oh, you can just both just say, yeah, our stories line up here. So you're telling the truth. I don't know. Are like, they Scientologists? I don't, I don't know what's going on here. I'm just, I'm looking for, like, I don't, I don't get it. I don't, I get marriages of convenience. <laughs> I get marriages to put on that face. Like you're trying to hide something. I even understand open marriages. I, I understand. I, I understand. I don't, may not agree with it. I may not like it, but I, at least from some, in some aspect, it, my part of my brain goes, yeah, okay. Yeah. I can see that. Like, you know. Hall well, that's a, it, well. That kind of reminds me, Crowley, of like when you when you're talking about that. Like, it's like I don't, it's not like I don't condone everything, but at least you can rationalize yeah. why somebody's doing something. Like, I used to have an ex that was a pathological liar about the <laughs> stupidest crap you could ever imagine. Like, that had no benefit to her at all. And I'm like, why would you lie about this? Like, it serves no purpose. It doesn't elevate you to anything. It doesn't no. grant you anything. And yet, but she would just lie about the stupidest ticky tack stuff. And that's what I couldn't ever understand. I was like, now, if you're lying to get out of something or to keep yourself out of trouble or for some kind of financial or otherwise gain, I might not condone the lying, but at least I can understand it. Yeah. I can rationalize. It. But like, yeah, there's just some things I just sometimes I just can't rationalize some of this stuff. It's like, what are you doing? I don't know. And this seems to be maybe a theme for this show. I can't rationalize why these two individuals would do this. Like, unless there's something we don't know. And certainly in their private lives, there, there could probably is a lot that we don't know. But I mean, on the outside looking in this, this seems frivolous and ridiculous. <laughs> like why? Yeah. I just, I get anyway, I'll yeah. just move on. I mean, that was, <laughs> Pretty funny, uh, pretty funny chat there. But uh, so let's move on from the sexless marriage. And we know why people are 
you know, and I, so it makes me wonder how many people out there really aren't getting any to the point where they're having to have sex with sex robots and sex dolls, because that's the next part of this topic is uh, the like real doll sex robots. And I mean, we ran across on the internet, some very realistic sex dolls, but now they're actually coming out with robots that can talk to you and have sensors that will know where you're touching them and how roughly or gently you're touching them. And that their brains, uh, lack of a better word, computer circuitry will be able to tell and respond to that. Like this is when, when, when Skynet goes live, are they going to tweet out <laughs> hashtag me too? <laughs> like because of the sex robot, like look, maybe the two people we just talked about, like the, the maybe they're uh, on the ground floor, of the sex robot thing. And they're, uh, this is how they're trying to, to, to pimp it. Like we're not having sex with each other. <laughs> we're having sex with our sex robots. And this is what everybody needs to be doing. I don't know. <laughs> I suppose that's, that's the thing, but uh, yeah, there's actually, there, there are, there are robot, sex robot brothels in in the uh in, in the european union like that's a thing look it up and they're 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 huge right now it's all like, I just the rage like I, okay like this is the, <laughs> this is the thing okay i'm not against, I'm not against the it. idea or anybody does it's like i'm not gonna go out and, and like crucify anybody who's and be like oh you're you're some kind of sexual deviant or some kind of a pervert or, or whatever. My, my question is, is like, it's like, look, you can hide a dildo in the drawer. <laughs> Where are you hiding like, the but like, like, and you can be in a relationship and I don't know if, if it's the guys or the girls or <laughs> both of yours and you both share it. I don't know. But my point is, is that that can be kind of hidden. You know, hey, uh, you know, I'm having a guy over tonight. I'm having a girl over tonight. I'm going to put my sex toy in the drawer and hide it. Like, like once you go out and buy one of these thousand dollar five foot six dolls where are you gonna put it you're gonna hide it in the closet and just hope the person never opens the closet or you just never date like i mean that's not something you just hide or you can just explain away you don't leave that thing out sitting around it's not like just a regular sex toy well, I think like you... so i'm not against it like i'm not against sex toys and i look at it it's just like a super big sex toy i guess i'm not against it but my question is it's like you're kind of putting yourself in a situation here where, you know, you're if you're a single guy, like, and you go out, I'm lonely, I'm going to go get one of these because whatever. Like, you're kind of putting yourself into a position where it's like, okay, either I if I do start seeing somebody, I'm going to have to either get rid of this thing. <laughs> you, can't, you can't call your buddy and say, hey, can you watch my sex doll for me while this girl comes <laughs> over to my house? Because you don't want to tell your buddy about that you got one. So it just seems like it would consist of this whole secret life uh, of sex dolls and robots. <laughs> what? Uh, well, maybe maybe when you do this, you 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 get inducted into some sort of cabal where where the Does Tom Cruise come over to your house with a mask on and what, just watch you. Yes, yes, absolutely. There's like this tiny man in the in the corner just watching you. <laughs> Uh, as you basically masturbate with your with your thousands of dollars uh, uh, sex toy, silicone. It's just it seems again uh, just uh, uh, on the order of ridiculous that we have gone to the to this level. Like I didn't understand the flashlight, and if you don't know what that is, certainly 
have fun. Well, I know what that is. Yeah, have fun with the Google machine, listener. Uh, but if you don't, like, I'm not going to tell you what it is. Just like, let, yeah, I mean, like a guy can have one of those. Put it in the drawer. Like, if the girl, right. find, oh, well, but like, if the girl opens your closet and sees like a Taylor Swift replica sex doll, like she's going to have <laughs> questions, and she's probably not going well, to go on a second date with you unless she uh, too has a sex doll it. fetish. I, mean, I don't, I don't know. I guess the question here is I maybe mean, she's married to a sex doll. Oh man, there's a whole other show right there. If it gets to the AI level, couldn't we get there? Couldn't we get the, like, could people one day marry artificial intelligence? Okay, but then you're going to, look, you're going to make me go down this path of existentialism and and philosophy. And if AI becomes sentient, if AI becomes self-aware, does AI... I don't think they're going to want anything to do with us. Probably not. But if they do, then do they have a soul? And if then, then if, like... Is it retroactive then? Because then have you have you uh, sexually assaulted sex robots, even though maybe they weren't self-aware before? Now they are. And they remember it now. Well, that's what I'm saying, man. Hashtag me too. I'm just <laughs> like, I, this opens up a whole can of worms. I wish they hadn't done it. Can't we just go back to the it days? It sounds like we're talking about like science fiction, but I feel like, you know, it's really not too far away from, no, it's, you know, it's, and, and the, raising these questions. I mean, it. You know, we're sitting here laughing about it, but, uh, you know, because that was my point to all this was to make fun of people's sexual perversions. But uh, uh, while uh, hiding all of my own at the same time, (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm not going to sit here and, you know, we're not passing. It's just it's just look, look, people are weird. It's weird. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with saying it's weird. Can't we just go back to the days where they were blow up dolls? I mean, number one, it's a lot less expensive. Number two, it's they're easily hidden, uh, and the, you can take them to the local swimming pool and use them as flotation. Well, absolutely, device. they can also save your life one day. I don't, I yeah. don't know that a sex robot can can save your life in in a situation where you will need a flotation device. No, they'd probably be much too heavy. I think they weigh around like eighty pounds right now. So right. So if they're not if they're if they're not buoyant, then you're pretty much screwed. <laughs> In that kind of situation. Yeah, they need their own life jacket at this point. Right. So then at that point, if you don't give them your life jacket as a good gentleman would, like Jack at the end of Titanic, if you're not letting your sex robot on the plank of wood where there's obviously room for two and you're just like, no, you you stay there and I will die. Like then, like, is that murder? If you're like, no, screw this, this, I want to live, you know, the sex robot must die. Like, I, I'm just. Is that murder or are you just out $5,000? <laughs> I think. What happens if it's at the bottom of the ocean and then it becomes self aware? Yeah, then we've all got problems. Yeah. Because then it's just going to be pissed at humanity. <laughs> exactly. So let's just not take these. Can we all agree? It's going to be, it's going to be the tight. It's going to be James Cameron's. Two ultimate franchises merged <laughs> together. It's going to be Titanic and Terminator. Can it's we, going to be glorious. Uh, can we just all agree not to take sex robots on cruises? I think, and then we're we're probably good. I think we're golden if we can just and all don't agree. take them back in time to 1912. Yeah, no, no. Let's let's time travels. Like, let's just not even go there. That's, dude. Sex robots and time travel. I I can't handle this whole episode, man. You are blowing my mind, sir. You are blowing my mind. Okay, if we can't travel in time, let's at least um, re- try to read each other's futures here. So, oh that's man, a, that's Boom. a glorious segue. Segways on the very first episode. So we're gonna do we're gonna do horoscopes. 
uh, because we both are very into the horoscope oh, yeah, thing. Uh, absolutely. Uh, so I uh, was born on uh, November the 8th. Uh, you can check my Amazon uh, wish list. Um, <laughs> so I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I don't even have one. Um, I'm not a porn star. Um, so <laughs> I'm a Scorpio is my point. Uh, and, and this is what my daily horoscope said. Uh, you are known for your high level of integrity obviously displayed in this episode uh in fact you can be so immovable on certain moral issues that the harder someone pushes the more stubborn you become but you don't need to let everyone know about your strong personal convictions neither must you hide them uh if they come up in the natural flow of conversation choose your battles carefully for if you turn everything you say into a fight for the finish you could win every argument and still lose the war uh, other than that, like first sentence, I kind of agree with like everything this said about me. Wait, so you 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 don't agree that you're not? I for agree. Your I don't agree that I have a high level integrity. Okay, well. but I agree that like I don't always have to like share my opinions. But once I do, it gets down a slippery slope really fast. Like it's like if I open my, it's like I'm good just sitting back. And sometimes I want to say something, and I'm like, eh, I'm just not. But then it's like if I get in. Like, like I can lose it pretty quickly. So, yeah, I kind of actually agree with this. But, you know, obviously with horoscope, there's just generalized kind of statements. They're just right? very vague. Yeah. Yeah, they can apply to anybody in most circles. And I'm one of those people who can take vague and turn it into anything I want. Right. So I could be very susceptible to these things. Right. I, I, I can't. I... Uh, I'm an Aquarius, apparently. Uh, born in February 4th. I do have an Amazon wish list. It is private. You can't see it, and you don't know. I might be a porn star. Uh, mine says relying on logic allows your associates to directly experience your high level of competence, since rational thought is more valued at work than emotional availability. Nevertheless, keeping your feelings hidden no longer serves you in the same way it once did. Rather than operating like a mechanical machine, everything you do will be enriched when you bring your passion into your game. Wearing your heart on your sleeve inspires others to do the same. Uh, hey, I got to say that you wearing your heart on your sleeve on Bad Gamers Anonymous <laughs> inspires me, Crowley. Well, I'm glad it's inspiring somebody. Uh, yeah, dude, it was just all a bunch of bunk. It's just vague generalizations that literally could fit with anybody. Like, if anybody's wearing their heart on their sleeve at work, like, odds are you're passionate and you're sharing your passion. It's just, it's just junk. It's all just junk. I don't buy these. It's it's entertainment for, for, for I, I don't want to be rude, for people who might believe in horoscopes. <laughs> so I'll just leave it there and just say it's, it's, it's not even brain candy. Well, have you ever it's met just, the, like, speaking about this kind of stuff, um, have you ever met, uh, you know, and I and I know you're uh, a religious person, Crowley. But you ever met these like uh, Bible Belt like religious people? Like, and they are like again. You know, remember the the yeah. uh, Miss Chloe or whatever her name was on uh, the one eight one nine hundred Miss Cleo. Let Miss, yeah, yeah. Miss Cleo read your future. <laughs> Tell you what's when going I, on in Alabama. They used to have billboards. Like, if you call one of these numbers, you're going to hell. 
that's literally what it said. Yeah. And they they'd have billboards go to church on Sunday or go to hell. Yeah. The, well, it's so blatant. Like, I mean, there's there there is a verse of the Bible that talks about palm readers and, and 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 this kind of stuff, but it's in the Old Testament, and certainly you don't need me to 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 just droll on uh, uh talking about uh. Yeah, that's old, wrath of old, God. Old so. covenant, new covenant. You don't you don't need that. What you do need is I think you need to understand that I I, I kind of relate horoscopes and palm readers and mediums in the same realm that I kind of put people like Joel Olstein. Like they're just it's entertainment. There's no real depth or value uh, to anything that they do, uh, and they make a lot of money off of it. Speaking of uh, <laughs> things with immense value, we're going to go to our first reoccurring segment and that is a uh, weird crap on YouTube. And yeah, that's right. Uh, weird crap on YouTube. Uh, our first weird crap on YouTube is probably something you've heard about. It's the tide pod challenge. I've watched some of this like, uh, somebody basically downgrading it and they did like a kind of a compilation video of people faking people out that they did it or people actually doing it. And it's hard to watch. It's disgusting. It's like almost like I can imagine what it tastes like in my mouth as I'm watching them do it. There's one guy who takes the pods, pours the liquid tide on top of it as some sort of lubrication and is eating it and chewing it. Then he drinks more of the liquid Tide, and he's just smiling and giving the thumbs up and nodding. And I'm like, what are you doing, dude? And then he spits it all out and then keeps nodding like it tastes good. And it's oh, whatever happened to Jackass. Right? I get Backyard that. wrestling. Man. Like, go jump off a roof and hit, hit your friend. <sighs> With, with a fluorescent light bulb don't eat tide pods right even just take a steel chair and bash him upside the yeah, head those that does not hurt i've done it no I just, just hit him don't hit him with the edge side hit him with the flat side of the steel chair on the flat of the back or on the head it don't hurt that bad i've done it i used to backyard wrestle yeah i you know joe i'm gonna i'm gonna say something's probably a little controversial but i say let these window lickers just kind of win the Darwin award and uh, go the way of the Dodo. Like, like, like let's put it out there. Like I've seen these memes that are making fun of it where it's like, you know, all these idiots eating Tide, pod, Tide pods. Don't they realize that, you know, their car has a chocolate fountain right underneath it. <laughs> like seriously, like if you're dumb enough to eat a Tide pod, you're dumb enough to chug oil out of your car. Like, let's just go for it, man. Like go for it. I mean, who are they? Or is this literally like, can I get a click on YouTube? Is that what this is really all about? Can Dude, I get it's about any kind of revenue now. on YouTube? Or are they trying to impress somebody? Are they trying to become some kind of a star? This just reminds me of when you're like 14 and you just do really dumb crap I think in front of the pretty girl and like everybody <laughs> looks around and it's like, you're a dumbass. <laughs> yeah. I think and like the, the pretty girl's like, you're a dumbass. I'm not going out. And like, you're just, being ridiculous and but you think it's oh she's gonna be so impressed like you remember when you were a kid and you would be like hey mom hey mom hey dad hey dad look at this look at this look at this I, we've now graduated like you know because then you go to your friends like you just said you do stupid things in front of girls to impress them or you do things in front of your friends to impress them this is just now gone to a new level of stupidity 
And I just uh, like, it's look at me, look what I can do. I ate a Tide Pod. Like, I just hope you don't breed. At this point, don't breed. Just stop. Like, uh, however, I do want a Tide Pod themed birthday cake for my birthday. <laughs> I don't know if any of the bakeries will do it, but that's what I want. I just, I, let's celebrate the idiocy that that is, I like I said it earlier, Jella, idiocracy is a documentary. And it, it, this is proof. This kind of stuff here is proof. Hey, look at me. I'm eating a Tide Pod. Like they had to have Gronk. Ron Gronkowski from the from the New England Patriots ha- do a PSA that was like, guys, Tide Pods are for laundry, not for eating. Yeah, it's like I know this seems like something I would do as Rob Gronkowski eating Tide Pod, but even I wouldn't do that. Right? Like, just no, just <laughs> when you've got to have Gronk say, I would not eat a Tide when Pod. Gronk is the voice of reason. <laughs> There's a problem, and I don't. Where like I, this is seems to be a theme with stuff that we've been talking about. Where are the parents in this? Where are the parents? Where why aren't they teaching their kids? Look, this is dangerous. It's gonna hurt you. Don't don't put it in your mouth. Like don't be in it. Like it's just these kids, man. Like if they're gonna do it, let them do it. Just weed out the weak, man. Weed out the weak. Let the Tide Pod Challenge usher in a new dawn of humanity where only the strong survive. Yeah, I mean, it, this whole challenge thing started out like it's something good when they were doing the ice bucket challenge. It's raising awareness. It's trying to raise money for all these things. And now you're just taking it, uh, you know, the whole essence of challenge, I guess, and you're just degrading it. And it's just like how you're not just degrading the challenge. You're degrading yourself. You're showing your idiocy. You're showing how dumb you are. You're showing how shallow and weak you truly are because you're searching for attention in the wrong way. Like, if you need attention, that's fine. I understand that. Again, Start a podcast. Right. I like the sound of my own voice. I am not going to eat a Tide Pod. Like, figure something out. Talk to somebody and channel your passions. It's either that or, like I said, man, in in, in 30 years, like, the weak generation uh, we'll just weed them out. We'll go from a, a population of, of 7 billion people to a population of three and a half billion people. But you know what? We'll all look good and not eat Tide Pods. I, I mean, you just got to wonder. I mean, it is boosting Tide sales right now. <laughs> I saw like somebody- their stock is going up like they're like, this is a conundrum. <laughs> we tell people to stop eating them, but it's going to decrease our sales because I sit there and watch this guy. He had like three or four of the whole cases of them spread out all over. And he has like, you know how expensive like a little tube yeah, of those, those are? are those, those, they're not cheap. No, it's it's expensive to wash your clothes. It is not a cheap. I mean, this is like, he's like, this is my in my YouTube budget. <laughs> You've got a YouTube budget? Like, I don't even know anymore. Like, I don't even know. I saw somebody put them in a skillet and they were frying Tide Pods in a skillet. <laughs> Kill it. Like what? What are you doing? Like just throw the throw the skillet away. You're not washing no, just toss it. You're done. Like you just I dude. Seriously, some people's children. I don't even know anymore. Like I said, let's just weed out the chaff and and move on as a stronger species. <laughs> oh, and then uh, I guess that will bring us to
Who is that nerd that we got to do that? Jesus. Nerd, what a nerd. That guy's a I nerd. bet he eats Tide Pods. <laughs> I probably don't. And he has a sex doll, too. Maybe he makes the sex doll eat Tide Pods. Like, is that that's, sex a, that, is, that's his weird fetish. Is that He's abuse? Gonna, <laughs> you just sent this guy to prison. Um, uh, so, uh, you know, you do a video game podcast. I used to do a Star Wars podcast, so we are not uh, adverse to talking about geeky things uh, at any given time. Uh, and we actually used to do a little podcast that was kind of geek nerd based and we would do different topics didn't last that long no but uh, we used to do it so wanted to try to bring that back a little bit uh what have you been doing geeky lately uh tv wise video game wise have you picked up any collectibles for anything well i i I guess the first collectible that i picked up lately anyway for christmas i got uh one of those larger bb8 remote control things like i i don't know it's kind of cool uh, it rolls around, does voice command stuff. Like I've got the R2 version. Now I've got the BB-8 version. I don't know. I Dude, I collect so much Star Wars and Star Trek crap. It's not even hilarious. Like it doesn't matter what I do. Nobody could ever revoke my geek card at this point because I just got so much crap. Uh, but as far as games go, Throne of Lies on PC. Uh, I've been playing Assassin's Creed Origins on the PS4. Uh, I don't own an Xbox One because I'm smart with my money, and I don't own a Switch because I'm not 10. Uh, as far as as far as everything, like movies and stuff, like the last. Now, I guess, do you think that they could bundle a Switch and some Tide Pods together? <laughs> yes, that you know what I would buy a Tide Pod themed Nintendo Switch if they changed the colors of the remote control to orange and blue. Done. Like I would immediately buy the Tide Pod Switch, without a doubt. Yes, um, the cleanest video game console <laughs> on the market. Yes, I would absolutely uh, dig that. Uh, as far as movies, you'll be so delirious you won't even know what the graphics look. Like. Dude, if it smells like Tide, it like I would even be like if there's like a scratch and sniff, I'd be I I'd be. <laughs> Didn't they like while well, people were trying to eat the uh, Switch? cartridges well, or something they weren't, weren't they? they they taste weird like they have a bad taste so people would put them i in just mouth. wonder why how people discovered this no dude and I, like i guess that goes back to the whole tide pod challenge but you know i'm watching uh this other youtube video and literally this guy he's got like a bicycle wheel like the whole rim <laughs> and a bicycle wheel but it's just like the wheel and the spokes and and it's got one of those uh what do they call them where the kids can stand on the back of the spokes and oh, they can yeah. stand uh, uh, whatever those little doohickeys that you put on the Yeah, that stick out so you can, yeah. So you yeah, can I don't remember what they're called, but I used to have them when I was a kid too. Well, there's like, I don't know if this guy was homeless on the street, but <laughs> apparently he had a particular skill where he could take that whole assembly and spin it and put it in his butt <laughs> and it just spins. <laughs> He's got his pants on, so he's not naked. I don't. And I just and I look and Ashley's watching it with me, and I look at her, and I'm like, "Now that's what I call a rim job." <laughs> that's, that's so terrible. But I mean, he's literally spinning that's it. So terrible. And I'm just like, "How do you discover that?" That's so bad. I don't. Well, I was it an? It had to have been an accident that he discovered that he had this 
had this skill. How? I mean, how does it spin and in your butthole all at the, you know, with your sweatpants on? Like, it just seems like an amazing <laughs> coincidence. <laughs> This on Maybe accident. he decided that he needed something in his butthole. I I don't I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I I'm at a loss. Of, <laughs> for the first time in my podcasting career, I am at a 100 percent loss uh, for words and where to go with. <laughs> All right. So uh, I've been playing. Uh, uh, perfect. Horizon <laughs> Zero Horizon Zero Dawn. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing Aloy spin something around. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, wow. It's a, no, that's a good game. I'm not, I'm only like 30% through it. I don't even think I'm quite that far. And uh, I've watched it. Now, if I watch anything on Netflix, I consider that to be a geeky thing. I don't know why I associate Netflix with being geeky. Because obviously not everything on Netflix is geeky, but I watched the uh, the show into the effing world now uh not that good okay. uh, it was okay all right i watched uh, this it, show uh, but it's horrible don't anybody else watch it <laughs> well it's a psa it's just so bad well after that bicycle segment <laughs> why well, if I, anybody's even still listening right I, um they're just yeah, like I, I was I, I watched that and i constantly just like rewatch game of thrones and things and my wife said why do you just re-watch the same stuff over and over and i said because i don't like anything else uh, natalie dormer uh khaleesi Amelia clark yeah i mean like there's like i can think those are two right off the bat of reasons to watch game of thrones repeatedly and in slow motion at some time i i've been watching like the dc tv universe like i finally caught up on that before they took their uh the winter break or whatever that they do. But I like just recently uh, there was a new DC uh, show on the CW uh, called, uh, I don't know. I don't even remember what it's called. Like the electric shock guy. Uh, Black lightning is the name of it. And uh, it's actually pretty good. You guys should watch it. Like, see, that is an endorsement. It's not a ringing endorsement because I couldn't even remember the title, but it is an endorsement. Like you should, like if you like superhero shows, you like you like that, uh, the, you know the CW universe. You know, check that out. I'm really looking forward to Constantine showing up on League of Legends the, the rest of this uh, season. Hopefully, he becomes a regular. So, it's not the that's not the Keanu Reeves Constantine, right? No, uh, NBC a couple of years ago had a Constantine show, and it only lasted half a season. I really enjoyed it. I liked it a lot because it deals with things. That, that I enjoy. Like, Crowley likes it. Cancel that. Yeah, exactly. Because uh, it deals with like the supernatural and demons and angels and that kind of stuff. And so I, I really enjoyed it, but only lasted 13 episodes. And he made a couple of guest appearances in the last couple seasons on Arrow and uh, maybe even The Flash. But I think for sure The Arrow. Uh, but now he's he's going to be hopefully uh, a continuing regular on uh, uh, League of Legends. Or League of uh, League of uh, Legends of Tomorrow. That's the name of it. League of Legends is a game that I hate. I can't stand that stupid game. And that's, well, all, that's all I have to say about that. <laughs> there's plenty of gamers who disagree with you. I don't understand. They're all popular, though. Go on Twitch and look at what people watch, like who's got the most live viewers. And like all in the top ten are the Heroes of the Storm, Dota 2, and League of Legends. They're all the same game. Dude, I asked Eric about different- these. 
MOBAs. Yeah. I don't. I don't get it. I don't understand it. I really don't. They're in the in the communities are so toxic. Oh, isn't every community toxic? I mean, if you want to I talk guess. about geek culture, I guess humanity is just toxic. That's probably more accurate at this point. Humanity just in itself is, to- and that's what I'm saying with the Tide Pod challenge. Let's let's that's, take some of that toxicity it's toxic, out. Toxic, but at least it's clean. Well, it'll clean up some of the toxicity in the human race. <laughs> that's all go. I'm saying. That's it. Oh, I I don't even know if we went quite an hour, but I think that's a good place to end it. I think we had some uh, pretty good laughs for this first episode, Crowley. So yeah, for sure. we'll put a uh, way to reach us and all that stuff. We'll put it in the descriptions. Uh, you know, obviously, we're going to make sure we're on iTunes and all those places you can find us. We're going to have an Instagram. Um, I don't know if we're going to go all out with everything else. Uh, We'll see. We'll see what the listeners think. We'll, 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 we'll listen to them as they listen to us. And together we will do things. Yeah. And if you have any crazy, stupid, send me YouTube videos that are just weird or like themes of YouTube videos. And we can, because uh, I want to make that a re- reoccurring segment. And everything else is pretty much on the table. Uh, there is another sex segment I think that we can do next time. Uh, it's but, an older topic, but uh, it's got to do with alcohol and naked women. So I think it's worth talking about. What if it has to do with uh, alcohol, naked women, and sex robots? I can we do that? do that? Too. Okay, all right. Let's. I, I I will talk about sex robots for quite a while. I don't know. We'll leave it there. Check the description for everything else we missed on the show, and uh, hopefully. This didn't offend you too much. Uh, definitely don't listen to the next episode around your kids, but you probably already figured that one out. I would hope. Later. <laughs> <laughs>